Yo, 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 it is another episode of Cell Speaks. We are back at it again, all my beautiful people. We are doing the thing, you know what I mean? It is yet another episode. This time, you know what I mean? I've been doing a, a string of interviews, but you know, today is just me. But don't worry, I got a lot more coming. Interest for the podcast is picking up. You know, a lot of people showing love, a lot of people supporting. As a matter of fact, while we're at it, I just want you to take... 10 seconds to just like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. I want you to join. If you're listening on audio, send it to your friends and family. Like, we're trying to spread and build a movement. You know what I mean? As as the podcast continues to grow, it, it's able to impact more people. And we're just able to do more dope things. You know what I mean? So I definitely appreciate those who've been rocking with me. Keep rocking with me. Again, if you haven't already, subscribe to the YouTube channel so you don't miss content that's going to keep coming out. Like the videos, share, share, share. Anyway, we're getting into it. So listen, today's episode, I was having a couple conversations with some friends and family. And honestly, like when when I create my episodes, a lot of it is inspired by, you know, the conversations that I'm having in real time. And they create these thoughts in my mind and these inspirations. And it's like, man, I could really share this with the people. And so something I was really thinking about is how is how we as human beings kind of manage our weaknesses and how we kind of get caught into this like, you know, everything got to be perfect or, you know, every weakness that I have, I need to strengthen. And I really started thinking about it. And I'm going to tell you where, you know, this theory that I kind of started pushing a little bit kind of came from. So I was having a conversation with a cousin of mine and you know what I mean? I love him to death, but, you know, he's not necessarily what you would call a natural-born leader, right? And you know what? That's perfectly okay. Like, we all have our strengths. We all have our weaknesses. So he's not what you would call a natural-born leader. And all his life, you know what I mean? I'm kind of like always trying to, hey, man, you got to be a leader. Lead, lead your own way. Go your own path. Do your own thing. And it's like it never really clicked. And then I think just getting older... And kind of coming to a place where I'm just accepting people a lot more for just who they are. And I'm no longer in a place where I'm trying to, like, encourage people to, like, change. You know, I encourage people to try to improve, I guess. And I guess maybe in a way I still change. But I'm not going as hard as I used to, I guess you could say. I don't know if it's that I'll be tired or out of it. But I think I'm just more in a place where it's like people who really want to change, they're going to do it. And so when you come across them, you don't really have to motivate them and tell them much. You just kind of have to point them in the right direction and they're just going to kind of take off on their own. But in this situation, it, it kind of just came to this realization of like, you know what? He's just always going to be him. And so it's like, you know what I mean? If he's not a natural born leader, what could I say to him in that moment where he is who he is right now that could help him? And I thought about it and I was like, Yo, you know what? I just tell him, I told him, I said, you know, don't even worry about trying to be a leader or trying to, you know, change who you have been your whole life, you know, in a fundamental way all of a sudden. I said, you know what, if if you're not necessarily a natural born leader and you're really some more of a follower, then just choose the people that you want to follow. Be more selective about the people that you're going to follow. So, you know, if if you are a follower, okay, that's fine. But now follow people who are going in the direction that you want to go into. So it's like, okay, you can follow people because if, if, if you're just more naturally inclined to follow, then okay, choose to follow people who want 
the good things in life, who are, you know, if you want to get your money up, follow people who are making wise financial decisions who are doing extremely well for themselves. If you want to get closer to God, follow people who are making it a priority to live a Christian lifestyle and get closer to God. If you want to um, bulk up and gain strength and, and, and change your body, follow people who that's what they're about. So it's like if you are struggling with being self-motivated and you have to kind of generate energy on your own to lead yourself into something, if that's just not how you're built and you are more so of a follower, all right, you know what? Accept that, you know what? This is what I am right now. And maybe in time I'll change and maybe in time I won't, but this is where I'm at right now. And if this is where I'm at right now, how can I make my weakness work for me? Or a perceived weakness, right? Because some people might feel like being a follower is not a bad thing. I mean, in essence, in a world where that we live in, you do need employers and you need employees, right? So you need followers and you need leaders. Both both parties need each other. That's how things get done. So I can't even say it's a weakness. It's just understanding, I guess, your nature per se. And so it's like when you kind of understand that and you understand your perceived weaknesses, and then it's like, it's it can be a very powerful thing if you learn how to be one with yourself. And what I mean by be one with yourself is stop always trying to force yourself to battle uphill every time. It's like, if you know how you are naturally, how can you make that work for yourself to accomplish things that you want to achieve? So for example, some people are just, you know what, they do everything in their power, they are just not early risers. And they fight and they fight and they fight and they fight and they just, waking up early, they're not a morning person, it's just not, that's just not who they are. All right, fine. Because the whole purpose of working out, if we're going to use this example, is to start your day early and to get the things done that you need to get done so you have the rest of the day to enjoy well, okay, if you struggle to be an early riser, then now say, okay, you know what? Maybe if if we have a person who's going from, they wake up at six and they go to sleep at 10. All right, well, if you wake up at nine, then just go to sleep at, what, one? To make it the equivalent? Yeah, because six to 10... Nine and one, yeah, nine and one, yeah, just about. And what that does is you guys both have the same amount of time. You're just going to sleep later. They're going to sleep earlier. But now you're not fighting yourself to wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning because you're just genuinely not a morning person. And so now the challenge is to be disciplined, to say, okay, when I wake up at 9, whatever that person who woke up at 6 and went from 6 to 10, whatever they did from 6 to 10, I'm going to do whatever I have to do from 9 to 1 in the morning, right? 9, p- 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. And you get the work done because you got a lot of people who wake up early and ain't really doing anything. They're just up. So it's not necessarily that <clears throat> you wake up early and that's that's it. Like, no, you have to wake up early and be productive. And so if the name of the game is to be productive, 
well, you don't only have to be productive at 6 a.m. You can also be productive at 9 a.m. Now, of course, it comes with contingencies and blah, 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 and yeah, whatever. But the reality is that everybody's situation is different. Like for me as a parent, right? I could wake up at 6 o'clock as much as I wanted to, but I know that once 7, 7.30 comes around, my time is not my time anymore. It becomes shared with my children, getting them ready for school, getting them ready for what's going on. So it's like, yeah, I could wake up at 6, but by 7, my day starts to kind of be, is more focused on what my children have going on. However, now, once my children are dropped off at school and I come back home, okay, now, like, that's me time. And that can be around, like, 8.39. And so now, from 9 to 12, that could be my lock-in focus time, you know, whether I'm working, whether I'm studying. And if I schedule the things that I need to do or the things that I want to do consistently throughout the day and I just make time for it, I get it done. So just because I can't wake up at, or not to say I can't, but just because I'm not waking up at 4.30 in the morning or 5 o'clock in the morning, doesn't mean I'm not getting things done. And so I think this is this, this becomes super important because we live in a, a culture where everybody's kind of like promoting the same exact way to be successful. Wake up early in the morning and you got to take cold showers and you got to do this and you got to do that. And it's like we all kind of function very differently. And a lot of people, it's going to be a massive struggle for them to fundamentally change who they've been their whole life. And not everybody's built that way. Some people can do it. Some people are built that way, but not everybody is. And so this podcast is for the people who are not built that way. It's like using the same example of understanding your weaknesses. You know, let's say, okay, so the other day, right, I'm going to use myself. So the other day, I was sitting there having a conversation with myself, and I acknowledged and I realized that I, um, I, I'm a comfort food eater. Now, I don't do it all the time. I, I don't do it that much. But I have moments like if I'm feeling like stressed or like just tired and exhausted, all of a sudden I want to eat bad food. Like, and I'm not, I'm not talking about like, like the greasiest, nastiest things. It'll just be like a, a Oreo milkshake. I have a little ice cream. I have some chips or, you know, I'm a big fan of these, these chocolate chip cookies that I like. And I'm like, yo, okay. Like this is how I this is this is a thing that I'm dealing with right now. Like I'm a comfort food eater. And so how do I deal with that? Well, there's two ways to it. I could say, all right, you know what, I'm about to be super disciplined. And, you know, if they're in the house or if they're around me, I'm just not gonna um touch them and I'm gonna leave them alone. And what's funny is, right, that that is my thought. But when I have access to it and when I'm close to it. I take one cookie here, another cookie here, another cookie there. And then, you know, two days, three days go by and it's finished. Quick. Right? And so I could say, okay, next time I'm going to be better, next time it is. Or I could just not buy the cookies. Because if I don't get the cookies, there's no jar for me to put my hand in. And so all of a sudden it makes my life way easier because I'm not sitting there trying to force myself to be super strong and, and super you know, a, a superhero to overcome my weaknesses. I'm just, I just don't put myself in the, I don't, I don't make room for the temptation, you could say, when it comes to cookies. And it's like, that concept can literally work for whatever it is that you may be fighting or battling with. 
It's like, let's say you've been struggling to go to the gym consistently. And it's a weakness for you to be disciplined in that aspect. But you know that if you go with a person who's going consistently all the time, you don't want to let that person down. So you make your life easier and say, ah, you know what? I could sit there and try to push myself through motivation and push myself through willpower and do all these things. Or I could just know that, hey, you know what? I made a promise to such and such person. They're already on the way. They're waiting for me there. I have to go now. Because it's very easy for us to let ourselves down, but we never really want to let other people down like that. Most people, not everybody. And so it it's like, take a second and ask yourself, like, what is something that you're struggling with that's your weakness? Like that thing that like just gets you every single time. Is it food? Is it being disciplined? Is it being better with money? Man, I you know what I mean? I know someone who was they were really, really bad with money, like really bad. Every time they went out, they would blow money on things they weren't supposed to blow their money on. They would do things they weren't supposed to do. And so what they did is they put a small amount in an account that they had access to, and the majority of their money, they couldn't, they couldn't touch it. The only way they could get access to that money is if they asked someone for permission, the person that they had chose to be their accountability partner. And so if that person allowed them to get the money, then that person would give them the money. And so what ends up happening is you remove the need for willpower, you remove the need to be strong because you've removed the ability to make the choice. The choice is being made for you. So they couldn't even go out to the bar and blow hundreds and hundreds of dollars because they only had a certain amount of money that they had access to and the bulk of their money, they had to sit there and go through all these checks and balances that made it difficult for them to spend crazy money. So what ended up happening is that they weren't reckless and wild with unnecessary amounts of money because instead of trying to use willpower and motivation to overcome their weakness, they just put somebody else in charge of their money. And so that's why I say to you, it's like, you know, it's a simple concept, but it's something that can make a massive difference. You know, you have to ask yourself, what is it that you're struggling with? What is it that you have a problem with? What is it that's really giving you such a hard time? And now you can sit there and continue to bang your head against the wall and say, I'm going to be better this time, I'm going to be better that time. Or you could say, what is in way that I could, how can I make this easier? How can I deal with this in a much easier way? Instead of trying to overcome my weakness, how can I make my weakness work for me? Like if we use a porn addict, right? Okay, if you're a porn addict, you could say, all right, you know what? I'm going to be strong. I'm not going to watch anything. When I'm home alone, I'm not going to do anything. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm just going to try to avoid this. You could do that. But most people who have been addicted to porn doesn't work. Or... You remove the ability, you remove the necessity to be strong by, you place filters, you get accountability partners. But the biggest part would be the filters. Like you put programs on your your computer, your laptop, your phone, that even if you wanted to look at stuff, even if you wanted to look at porn, you couldn't. You you, you had no ability to do it. And what happens is, is that if you find a way to 
overcome the filter or whatever, then you put another block. And if you find a way to get access to another thing, you put another block and you continue to start putting so many blocks and so many this, so many that, that you become trapped and you're literally not able to do it even if you wanted to. But then all of a sudden you start to realize that when you do that, you see results. And that's right. That's what the whole purpose of this is, right? It's like, how badly do you want what you say you want? How badly do you want to turn your finances around? How badly do you want to overcome your vices? How badly do you want to stop doing things that are hurting you? How badly do you want to change your situation, change your life, change your relationships, change the things around you? How badly do you want that? Do you want it bad enough that you are willing to remove certain levels of control? Do you want it bad enough that you are willing to just even remove the idea of temptation it's like you know what i mean when when i was you know and i always refer to this because i mean it's a first-hand account of my experiences but what really helped me in my moments of you know going through my celibacy journey was just trying to avoid being alone with people or like going to a person's house when it's me and just them like Again, and I always say this, and I'm going to always say this, it's not like I was perfect, but a number one reason why I never slept with anyone throughout that time is because I avoided certain situations. And and I'll add this, because I avoided situations, I was rarely in positions to do the wrong thing. So what ended up happening was I was slowly building my weakness, right? Because the reality is, do you really... I'll put it to you this way. The reality is is that if you're learning how to grow stronger without necessarily forcing yourself to be superhuman and overcome your weakness, right? Slowly, you get stronger. So I'm going to rephrase that, right? Going back to the cookie example. If I don't even have the cookies in the house, and I go for long periods of time without eating the cookies, my tolerance to resisting the cookies is growing. Now, I'm not going to say it's growing in a massive way, but it's still growing. If, if I struggle to be a leader, but I'm following leaders, I'm following quality people, slowly but surely... My weaknesses as a leader are starting to grow and get stronger because of exposure to the right thing. And so it's like when you're embarking on these moments of growth and change, at the very beginning, it may not be advisable to attack this like cold turkey or straight on. Sometimes it's okay to use a crutch. But the beauty of a crutch is that a crutch is used so that whatever body part you're protecting can strengthen over time. And so that's exactly what happens. When you say, you know what, I'm not going to fight my weakness and I'm just going to kind of make it work for me or work in a way where I'm not swimming uphill and I'm kind of just allowing it to flow how I naturally am, but I'm making it function in a way that works for me. Slowly but surely, bit by bit, that weakness is getting stronger. 
going back to the point example, if you have all of these filters over time, you start going long periods without watching it because you couldn't do it even if you wanted to. And so what that does is it starts to kill that lust that was inside you that made you hungry for it in the first place. If, if you struggled with being financially disciplined and you don't have access to your money when you want, over time, you start getting in the habit of, oh man, you know, I'm, I, I mean, I can't spend this money anyway, but I'm, I'm not even going to do that. Like it starts to become a part of you. Now, it doesn't mean that the moment you gain control again, you're going to be A-OK and you could wild out. Now, you might need those, those checks and balances for the rest of your life, maybe. It depends on how much work you're really putting in to really strengthen it. But then again, it just involves knowing yourself, self-awareness, right? Which is a massive thing because self-awareness is what opens your eyes to what is your weaknesses. It opens your eyes to what it is that you actually are struggling with and it makes it Plain and center to you. And so now once you're self-aware and you understand, then yeah, then you can make some changes. And so if you're so committed and so gung-ho to making changes and you really ready to sacrifice, which we'll talk about another time, but you really you really ready to sacrifice the way you need to sacrifice, then yeah, you know, attack your weaknesses violently, put yourself through the ringer, go through your crucible, you're going to be all right. But maybe you're not there yet. Maybe you just... You just got enough energy to show up. And so if, if that's where you're at, you just have enough energy to show up, then allow it to work for you. Allow it to work for you. Instead of sitting there trying to put yourself in a position where I'm going to be something that I'm not or I'm not, I'm not there yet. Work with your weaknesses. Work with what you struggle with. Make it work for you. Or remove... The ability to even do it. Take the power out of your hands. If, you, if you're not ready to make the decisions that you want to make, take the power out of your hands. And so, this was not going to be a long one. I want it to be short, sweet, to the point. For anybody out there, man, like, you find yourself doing the same things again and again, and you tell yourself you're not going to do it, and you do it again, whether it's relationships, vices, you know what I mean, Whatever it is that you're dealing with, whatever is a, a weakness for you, it's like, yo, make it work for you. You know, a, a quick analogy before I let you guys go is like, you know, you look at basketball, right? And you consider Draymond Green. And he's not the greatest shooter in the world. And so when people guard him, they don't really guard his shot because, one, he doesn't really shoot a lot. And two, you know, he's arguably not a good shooter, right? And so... Because people don't guard him, he could sit there and say, you know what? No, I'm going to turn into one of the greatest shooters and whatever. But no, he makes it work for him because he's found a way where because people guard him so far, it allows him to get players like Steph and Clay, you know, his, his teammates open for better shots. And so he's making his weakness work for him. And so take a moment, like think, how can I make my weakness work for me? How can I make the thing that I'm struggling with work for me? How can I use this? And instead of trying to change who I am fundamentally, how can I make it work in my favor? So that's your homework. I want you to think about that. Figure it out. Figure it out. And you know what? If you got anything out of this, if you got any value out of this, share it with your friends. Like I always say, I and I ask humbly. Hit that beautiful subscribe button, like, share. 
especially if you're getting any value or impact. Hit me up, talk to me. Hit me up in the DMs, Instagram, S-E-L-Z-J-P. Or find me on YouTube.com S-E-L-Z-J-P. Man, it's been fun. I love you guys. You already know. Till next time, it's a beautiful episode of Sell Speaks. Peace out.